Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I pray you are well. I pray you are well. Family, I I am so excited for this word that the Lord gave me, house of prayer, because I feel like right now, and I've, I've spoken on it. I touched on it on many times, but the Holy Spirit keep opening my eyes and keep giving me revelation on the subject. So I know it's important to him that we understand and know how important it is for us to pray. Not only just because prayer is that avenue, prayer is that connection that we have with God, but you are the house of prayer. Let's go into the word of God, family. I'm starting at Isaiah 56, 7, and the Bible reads, Even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. For my house shall be called in house of prayer for all people. Amen. Now, this is in the Old Testament. Now, let's move forward and go to the New Testament. In Matthew 21, 11 through 13, the Bible reads, And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables and the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Hallelujah to the word of God. Family, this is so, it's real in both aspects of it because when Jesus was talking, when Jesus was, this is the first time I actually saw Jesus angry and flipping the money changers. If many of you are familiar with the movie, you see Jesus going in there and he's angry and he's flipping the tables. He had that righteous indignation because what was supposed to be the house of God, you made a marketplace, you made a den of thieves. And if we look at it from the natural sense, I think we can all agree that if you were to go in your, your, your church on Sunday, you were going to worship or go to Bible study Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or whatever day you go to, you know, be with the Lord and worship the Lord and commune with your brothers and sisters. How would you feel? You're going to the sanctuary. You're going to the place where you read, where you pray, where you praise, where you lift up your voice unto God. And when you get there, you see a whole bunch of people with different tables and different items and merchandise and this is selling this and this is selling that. I think we can all agree that you would feel some type of way and you would go to the pastor and be like, um, what's going on? I don't know. Every church isn't big and every church doesn't have a, 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 a eating room or a place where you can go and sit and commune outside of the sanctuary. But if you was the go, you would really have a lot of questions because I'm supposed to pray. I want to go pray. I want to, I want to hear the word. I didn't come for this. If I wanted to go shopping, I could go to the mall. I can go to the square. I could go where I can go and buy merchandise or buy whatever it is that I want. But I, I didn't expect to see this in the house of God. 
They got their shop set up in your favorite seat. You would feel some type of way because this is, this is not what this is for. Amen. This, this is not what this is for. This is a place where we come to bring glory to the name of the most high God. This is not a place where we sell CDs and, and, and t-shirts and, and, and not that any of that is wrong, but there's a place, there's a time and a season for that. Like I said, some people have, maybe they have like a, a room in the basement or downstairs, but when it comes to the sanctuary, it's not a place for that. So we can agree that we all would feel some type of way if we saw this nonsense going on in the house of God. So this is Jesus. He, he's walking into the temple, even though he knows all things, but it's just to see it. You know what I'm saying? Just sometimes you can have the idea of something and you know something is going on. But the minute you see that thing, that fire, that burning, that anger that rises up in you because you're seeing it. Jesus knew all things, but it's just him seeing it made him so angry that he began to throw people out of the temple <laughs> and he flipped the money changers and this is the house of prayer, not a marketplace. You have made it a thin of thieves. And as I was reading this, I love it. I'm laughing. I'm like, man, I would love to see Jesus spasm out. <laughs> I would love to see it. But then the Holy Spirit just was ministering to me. He said, yes, even though this is true in the natural, because you would feel some type of way if you saw this going on inside the church. But this is also what's going on inside you. Hallelujah. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. You are the house of God. First Corinthians 6 19. What? Yo, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, that you are not your own. This is this is this is so important right here. This is so important. Don't you know? That you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. In the beginning of Matthew eleven thirteen, it said Jesus went into the temple of God. So I'm going to read that again. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, temple of God, temple where the Lord dwells. Don't you know? So when you think of it in a natural, also you have to think of it in the spiritual. We are supposed to be made in the image of God, these earthly beings who house the spirit of God and what we are supposed to be doing just be just like the angels. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the angels sit around God and they sing, holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty day and night, night and day, because they are in the presence of God. We are the house of of God, which means we should be a house of prayer. Help me, Holy Spirit. We should be a house of prayer. And the Lord was just showing me so many different things. When the Bible says in John 10, 10, that the thief, hallelujah, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, my father's house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a thin of thieves. You made it a place where people could come and steal. Hallelujah. Family, did you ever think 
That the reason the enemy was able to come and steal your joy and steal your peace and steal your relationship and steal all of the things that you know God promised you. Did it, did it ever come to your attention that maybe, just maybe, you made your house a house, you made yourself a thin of thieves? That you left yourself open for the enemy to come and steal because you are supposed to be a house of prayer. You're not a marketplace for the enemy. Hello? You're not a marketplace for the enemy. The enemy should not be able to come up to you and say, okay, today I want your joy. Today I want your peace. You're not a marketplace for the devil. You're a house of prayer unto God. When the Holy Spirit was dealing, I was like, whoa, whoa. Sometimes all you could do is just step back and let the Holy Spirit just talk to you because it's so powerful. It is so powerful. And, and, about, and, and when, 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 you, when you look at the word, and sometimes, like I said before, sometimes we take things so literally, and we should. But then we have to, you know, step into that dimension and step, step into the supernatural because it is so spiritual. It is so spiritual. And it is really important to pray, family. It is so important to pray. We have power. There's scriptures on top of scriptures, on top of scriptures of the importance of prayer. Why God was so, why was he so adamant about us praying? Because this is who you are. This is what I made you for. I made you for worship. I made you for prayer. I made you in my image. I made, there, there's things that God, he's looking at us and said, you're, you're doing outside of your character you're doing outside of what I made you to be you're not supposed to be depressed you're not supposed to be you know you know going this way and that way your mind isn't supposed to be over here and over there because I made you a house of prayer. And if you was to understand that when you open your mouth and you begin to petition to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Alpha Omega, beginning, the end, the first, the last, Adonai, Elohim. When you open your mouth, you become like the angel. Hallelujah. And you're in the presence of God and you holy, holy, holy. And the only thing that can come out of that, hallelujah, because in his presence, is the fullness for it is written. You can't get nothing else but the fullness of God. You can't get nothing else but wisdom and understanding and strength and courage when you enter into the presence of God, when you begin to open your mouth and pray. And I don't mean those two second hallelujah, hail Mary's, the enemy of our soul. He loved those kind of prayers. He loved those kind of prayers because those prayers ain't got no smoke. There's no smoke to those prayers. Hallelujah. There's no smoke. And what do you mean smoke, Trina? Hallelujah. 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 Revelations 8, 1, 4. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about a space of a half an hour. And I saw an angel. I saw seven angels which stood before God. To them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers. Hallelujah. With the prayers of the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. In the smoke, hallelujah, in the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended 
before God out of the angel's hands. My brother and my sister, you got to know that when you get into the presence of God and you begin to pray fervently and earnestly, you release, hallelujah, you release a smoke into the atmosphere. You release something that goes up to the nostrils of God. You release a sweet aroma that goes up to the nostrils of God. Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell, let me share this with you. What David said, hallelujah. David, David said this, Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me, give ear unto my voice. When I cry unto thee, let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense and let the lifting of my hand be as an even sacrifice. Hallelujah. An even sacrifice. Let my prayer go forth as incense. Jesus. And let the lifting of my hands be the evening sacrifice. Family, you got to know when we pray to God, we're positioning ourselves and we're, we're, get, we're getting in alignment with the Holy Spirit. We're getting in alignment with the Holy Spirit and we're releasing this fragrance up to God. We're, we're, we're releasing this aroma up to God. That was Psalms 141. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is something about when I when I read the scriptures on prayer, like the, the whether it be the disciples or whether it be the prophets, uh, they they had this, they had this desire to really pray earnestly before God. And Nehemiah, he prayed, Oh Lord, I beseech thee. And now let thine ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and the prayer of thy servants whom desire to fear thy name. I pray thee, thy servant this day and grant him mercy in the sight of this man for he is a cupbearer. Nehemiah 111. Like when you go to God earnestly, like I'm coming not just to pray because I'm a Christian. I'm not coming just to pray because it's something that I could check off my list. I'm coming deliberately. Hallelujah. I beseech thee, O God, hear thy servant. When you begin to go to God like that, you, you begin to position yourself and house yourself. I'm the house of God. I'm the house of prayer. And I'm not supposed to go to God with a two minute, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning. And even though that's all fine and well, but we have to, we have to level up our prayer life to where we could get to a point that we release smoke. Hallelujah. We release smoke into the atmospheres. The Bible said there's three heavens. Hallelujah. It's the heavens, which is this earth It's the heavens in which the devil dwells. And then it's a third heaven where the great I am, where our father dwells. And if your prayer doesn't reach the third heaven, when your prayers only reach to the second heaven where the enemy can come and steal and kill and destroy, we think our prayers are being hindered because hallelujah, because we're not praying earnestly. The Lord keep bringing me back to two scriptures. He keep taking me back to Daniel. He keep taking me back to Daniel. He had to pray 21 days. He had to pray 21 days. The angel was warring with the prince of Persia. It had to make it to the third heaven. Hallelujah. We have to pray and pray and pray until we release an aroma that released the arch. 
angel Michael, hallelujah, to begin to defend, to defend us against these principalities and powers that are hindering us from receiving the very thing God is calling us to receive. We got to take our prayer life to another level, family. We got to take our prayer life to where we start smelling smoke. We know we 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 shouldn't stop praying until you smell smoke in the atmosphere, So you know God heard you, So you know all of heaven heard you, So you know all of hell is moving out of the way because they don't want to stand before the face of the most high God. You got to understand, family, that you were built to pray. You were built to pray. Made in the image of a prayer warrior. Jesus sit on the right hand of the father interceding. If we are made in the image of God, we should all be intercessors. Hallelujah. We should all be intercessors. Forgive me. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I'm a little bit excited and I'm a little bit, but I can't, I can't contain it. I got to get it out because when the Holy Ghost gave it to me, it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It just, I just immediately started praying immediately. And even though I believe I have a decent prayer life, the Holy Spirit was telling me it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I need you to release some smoke into the atmosphere. I need you to release some smoke. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. You are worthy to be praised. We need to get to a place where I like it. The Bible says that the Holy Ghost intercedes for us. The Spirit of God helps with our infirmaries. For we know not what we should pray as we ought. That touched me. I saw that scripture in a way I have never saw that scripture before family. Let me read it again. The spirit helpeth with our infirmities for we know not what we should pray as we ought. In another translation, the Holy Spirit got to help us because we don't know how to pray like we should. Hallelujah. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, forgive me, Lord. We don't pray. If, if we stood time in the presence of God and tarried in the presence of God and released the smoke unto the nostrils of God, would the Holy Spirit have to intercede? Would he have to come in and, and, and stand in the gap? This Bible, baby, this is the word of God. When I read it, when the Holy Spirit pointed out, get on your knees, get to tarrying, get in the presence of God. You should know how to touch heaven. You should know how to get to the third heaven. But because you can't pray as you ought, I'm standing in the gap. Because you don't pray as you ought, I'm interceding for you. That hit different. That hit different. And I begin to repent before the Lord. And I said, Lord, forgive me. Increase me. Increase me. Increase me in the name of Jesus Christ. And I just began to pray. And I began to pray. And I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Because so often we, we get casual and we get comfortable. And a lot of us are casualties of prayer because we're not praying enough. We're not praying. So we get to a point where we allow the ears of God to hear us. The Bible says his ears are not heavy that he cannot hear us. But if you are just giving God a two second, good morning, thank you, Jesus, and go about your day and you begin to consume yourself and you allow yourself to be a marketplace for the devil and your 
arguing and you're fighting and you're murmuring and you're complaining and you just made yourself where you're supposed to be a house of prayer that no matter what you do and even though my tone is a little up right now because I'm excited we don't have to be Thee and thou and thus says the Lord 24-7. But you should be fervently, earnestly praying throughout your day. No matter what you're doing. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are worthy to be praised. You are holy, holy, holy all throughout the day. And because if we do that, we we wouldn't leave room for complaining. You can't praise God and complain at the same time. If you was a house of prayer, you could not complain and praise God at the same time. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, you could not complain and praise God at the same time. You could not be mad and praise God at the same time. You could not be angry and praise God at the same time. You could not back and talk about and gossip and praise God at the same time. Instead of us being a house of prayer, many of us are thin of these and we got to understand our position in Christ Jesus. We got to understand what we are created for. We are created in the image of God. We are created to be a house of prayer. And when we position ourselves and we give the devil his notice, I'm no longer a marketplace for you. You cannot come and steal my joy. You can't come steal my peace. You cannot come and ruin my relationships and destroy what God has built. I'm a house of prayer. Everything changes in the atmosphere of prayer. Everything changes in the atmosphere of prayer, family. Who Jesus, 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 you are worthy to be praised. I got another scripture for you that, of course, the Holy Spirit has been also keeping on my heart is Matthew 3, 11 through 17 and John the Baptist and I was saying this on the last message when he said that I'm not worthy to tie his shoes but I have to go another step further as the Lord gave me this word and I'm just going to read the whole thing I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance but he that cometh after you is mightier than I whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear he shall baptize thee with the Holy Ghost and with fire hallelujah why is this significant family. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Cause you may ask yourself, well, how do I create the smoke? How do I create the smoke? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You have been baptized with the Holy Ghost and the fire of God. That fire of God, when it is ignited and when it is joined together with the incense of your prayer, your prayer is an incense family. Your prayer is an incense. And when that fire and that prayer come together and that instant come together. It releases an aroma unto God. It releases an aroma unto God and he begins to move and he begins to act on your your behalf and he begins to turn everything around for the good to those who love him according to his will and his purpose. You got fire in you. You got incense in you. Greater is he that is in you than him in the world. God God has equipped us with everything we need to be a house of prayer. Hallelujah. He didn't leave us inadequate. He he gave us everything. You got the fire. I gave it to you when the Holy Ghost came. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Ghost and fire keeping me alive, keeping me alive. It's keeping me alive. It's the Holy Ghost and fire keeping me alive. It's keeping me alive. He gave you the fire. He gave you the fire. 
He gave you the fire. Now open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray and let them two come together and let there be a sweet aroma that goes up to the nostrils of God. Let that sweet aroma go to the nostrils of God. We got to break out of this comfortable, this, this two second. I don't need, we can only give God two seconds of our time. I'm too busy to really pray, but no, 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 family. We're hurting ourselves. We're hurting ourselves and we wonder why we depressed. We hurting ourselves and we wonder why we don't have no joy. We want, we hurting ourselves and we're angry. No, 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 no. You are a house of prayer, my sister. You are a house of prayer, my brother. Let that fire in that incense burn. Let it burn. That ins- that, let that smoke go unto God. There has to be a smoke released in the atmosphere. It has to be. We're in a time. We're going through what we're going through with this presidency. None of us know what tomorrow going to look like. It's time for the saints of God to get on their knees and pray. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, repent, and turn from their wicked. Pre- oh, hallelujah. We got to pray. We got to pray like we have never prayed before because that is our action. That's our position. That's our position. My house shall be called a house of prayer. That is our position. Who? And I had to, I had to go before the Lord in repentance and Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for being a marketplace for the enemy. Ignorantly. Ignorantly, my people are dying for a lack of knowledge. Ignorantly, I'm a marketplace for the enemy. Ignorantly, I'm a den of thieves because I am the temple of God. And if I'm not praying the way I need to be praying, how do I expect it? How do I expect things to move? That is our channel. That is our conversation with God. We pray. God hears. God moves. Angels on assignment. The Bible said that that angel told Daniel, the minute you opened your mouth and prayed, the answer was given. Hallelujah. The answer was given, but he had to tarry 21 more days. He had to go through the warfare. We have to go through the warfare. We got to go through the warfare and release that aroma and release that smoke into the atmosphere that it gets to the third heaven, that it gets to the nostrils of God, that it released the archangels to go and war against those principalities. For we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness. We know who the enemy is. We know who the enemy is. So when we begin to stand in our position, our rightful position, our rightful position is a house of prayer. Our rightful position. What did David say? What is man that you made him a little lower than the angels? What is man? Holy, 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 holy Lord God Almighty. What is man that you made him a little lower than the angels? We are a house of prayer. We are a house of prayer. How effective, how much more abundant would our life be if we stood in the position of a prayer warrior? Hmm? We can't just leave it to the intercessor in the church. We are all called to intercession. We're all called to the feet of God. And if we're leaving it for someone else to do it, if we're leaving it for the pastor and for the bishop, we're in trouble. We're in trouble if we're leaving prayer to the, uh, to, to the leaders. 
We're in trouble. Each and every one of us have the right and have a mandate to go before the, the, the feet of God and go boldly to the throne room of grace and petition. He said, come reason with me. Come talk to me. Come talk to me. And how do you talk to God? Prayer. Prayer. Family, this got me all kind of all kind of right. <laughs> all kind of right. Like I'm so like I could I just feel the Holy Spirit even now. Like literally, I have chills on my body right now because this is so this is so powerful. This is so powerful. When the Holy Spirit was like, you you supposed to be a house of prayer, but you opening yourself. Why do you think your joy is gone? You want you so you should have been praying. And I know sometimes you it hurt and you're frustrated and you angry and you disappointed and you don't feel like praying. But my sister and my brother, that is the exact moment you need to open your mouth and pray. That is the moment you need to petition before God because the enemy would love to keep our mouth closed. He would love us to think that God doesn't hear our prayers. He would love for us to think that we're not doing enough. But the truth of the matter is we need to go in deep calling on to deep. We need to, we need to tap into that fire and we got to connect it with our earnest prayer to release a smoke onto God's nostrils that he begin to move the fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Our prayers matter. Our prayers matter. So I just wanted to come on and share my excitement and encourage you, you are not only the house of God, but as it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Your house of prayer, sis. Your house of prayer, bro. And you can't pray and argue at the same time. You can't pray and be mad at the same time. You can't pray and stay in discouragement. You can't pray and stay feeling lustful. When whatever feeling, whatever emotion is rising up, you fight it with prayer. You fight it with prayer. You open your mouth and you begin to petition before God who you are in Christ Jesus. I come in agreement with the word. I stand before you. Holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty. As your house of prayer, I come to you with incense. May it be a sweet aroma to your nostrils as I acknowledge you, as I acknowledge you in all your ways, as I know that you are awesome, that I know that you are not man, that you should lie, that I know that you ne neither slumber nor sleep, but you're always attentive to me, that you are ahead of me, that you are behind me, that nothing catches you by surprise. Father, I see, I acknowledge you. Pray, 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 pray. Don't leave it for someone else to pray. Don't wait on the pastor to pray. Don't wait on the bishop to pray. Don't wait on the intercessor to pray. Open your mouth and begin to tell Adonai he is Lord. Begin to tell Elohim, I love thee O God. I trust in thee O God. I, I seek thee O God. Earnestly early in the morning as the deer panthers after the water so my soul shall run after thee. I come before you O God. I come before you and I stand in the knee 
need of prayer. My family standing in need of prayer. Release the anointment. Release the ointment, oh balm of Gilead, and begin to heal my family. Begin, begin to pray like you have never prayed before. And we need to understand the importance of knowing the word of God because there's nothing more powerful than praying the word that I have experienced it in my life. It's one thing to just pray and give thanks to God. But when you begin to open your mouth and you begin to pray the word, the word is the word of God and it will not return unto him void. So when you begin to pray the word, oh, it is written, hallelujah. It is written, O balm of Gilead, that you are anointed to heal the brokenhearted. It is, un- it is written, O God. It is written, O God. That you will not cast me away. It is written, though I go through the waters, they will not overtake me. It is written, when you pray the word, there's a big difference. So not only I encourage you to upgrade your prayer life, I encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to get get engulfed with the word of God. Get get, Get in communion with the word. Love the word. Get in a a relationship with the word because there's a difference of, I'm telling you, I, I, there's a difference of just praying and though your heart may be pure and though your heart may be true, it is on a different dimension. When you are praying, it is written. It is written. I am the head. I am above. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. It is written. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It is written. I'm above. It is written. I'm seated in heavenly places. It is written. Hallelujah. When you start praying like that, it is written. It is written that if I ask, I shall receive. If I knock, the door shall be open. It is written that you know the plan that you have for me to give me a future and a hope and expect it in. So I believe that everything is working out, oh God. I believe it when you pray the words, you're praying on a different level, family. You're praying on a different level, but we need to do it more often. Like I said, I I assumed, hallelujah, I assumed that I was okay in my prayer life. But the Holy Spirit was telling me, you, it ain't enough. I need more. I need more smoke from you. I need more smoke from you. And I just, I just, I just begin to just pray. And I just begin to just worship God. Because this word hit different. Every time I read this, all I could see is Jesus walking into the temple, flipping them tables, trying to envision his, his expression. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus is mad. Yes. It's okay. Be angry, but sin not. But I never saw and I never put the two to two that my house shall be called a house of prayer and you are the temple. I never put them together, family, until this day, until this moment when the the Lord gave me that. Get in your rightful position. You are the house of prayer. And 24-7, because our spirit is always awake, even when we sleep. Our, our spirit is always connected with God. 24-7, we should be praying. Now, our mouth don't have to be opening, but in your heart, you should be praying unto the Lord. In your mind, you should be praying unto the Lord. Lord, keep me. Lord, keep me. Keep my feet from slipping, oh God. Keep me, Jesus. Watch over me, Jesus. Send your angels, O God. You're mighty, O God. 
This circumstance is not over me. I'm over it because greater is he that is in me. Always on your mind. It should be a prayer. Every situation that come up against us. Every doctor's report. Every time you look at your bank account. Every time you look at your spouse. Every time you look at your children. This should be a prayer that comes off your tongue. Father, you said. You said. You said. And I believe it is so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say it is so. I believe it is so because you are not man that you should lie. I believe it is so because every word is going to come to you and it's going to be fulfilled. It's going to be accomplished. I believe, oh God. So I'm not going to just, just going to, I'm not going to choose to be mad instead of praising you. I'm not going to choose to be angry. I'm going to praise you. I'm not going to gossip. Oh God, I'm going to praise you. I'm not going to backbite. I'm going to praise you. Oh God, we have the right to choose. And when you are a house of prayer and you acknowledge that you are a house of prayer, you act different. You move different. I'm a house of prayer and I refuse to be a marketplace for the devil. I refuse to be a den of thieves. I refuse to let my spirit be open due to gossip, unforgiveness, lust, and pride for them to come and still kill and destroy any and everything in my life. But I choose to be a house of prayer. I choose to be an intercessor. I choose to stand in the gap for my friends and my family. I choose to stay at the feet of Christ. I choose to go boldly to the throne room of grace. I choose. This is what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to stay in prayer. I'm choosing to stay in my mind and pray in my mind and pray in my heart and pray with my body. I'm choosing to stay the house of prayer and not a market for the enemy. It's a choice. Choose ye this day whom ye shall serve. And as for me and my house, who hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What if, what if when he said that, once again, we got to go a little deeper, deep drawing onto the deep. What if when he said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. When I heard that scripture immediately, I thought him and his family. But what if, huh, what if he was saying, as for me and my house, this house, that is the house of God, we shall serve the Lord. Hallelujah. We shall serve the Lord. Your house of prayer. Not a thin of thieves. Your house of prayer. Not a marketplace for the enemy. Know who you are. Stand in your position. Sound the trumpets. And begin to blow them. Come together with that fire. And burn the incense. And let there be an anointing. A sweet aroma. A sweet aroma being released from you from you to the nostrils of God this hit different for me because like I said I thought I had a decent prayer life it hit different for me because I never associated the house of God being a house of prayer meaning that I should be a house of prayer and I can also admit those moments when my joy was gone and my peace was gone and I'm a little bit 
disappointed and I'm frustrated and a little depressed that I wasn't praying like I should have. I prayed, but I didn't release smoke. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't release smoke. I didn't pray until I felt the breakthrough. I remember sometimes praying and just just praying a little bit and then going back to crying or trying to do something to get whatever the situation is off my mind. But I didn't pray for breakthrough. And the Holy Spirit told me to tell you today that you don't stop praying until you feel a release in the spirit. Hallelujah. That you open your mouth and you begin to go before the presence of God. And you do not get out of the presence of God until you feel that yoke being broken. Until you feel it being broken off of your mind and off of your emotions and off of your body. Then and only then do you remove yourself. But until then, you stay in a posture of prayer. You stay on your knees. You stay in your heart. You stay in your mind in prayer. Don't let prayer escape you. Don't let it escape you. I encourage you this day. I encourage you this day. Hallelujah. As the Spirit of God spoke to me clearly. Clearly, you are a house of prayer. And I need you to pray until you receive breakthrough. I need you to pray until you receive breakthrough. Daniel prayed until he received breakthrough. You don't stop praying until you feel it in the spirit. Keep praying, family. You've been praying. You've been hurting. You've been crying. Your body might be in pain. But I promise you, keep praying. He, he let that smoke be released to the nostrils of God. Because he will release those angels that will war against every principality and power that is coming up against you in the name of Jesus Christ. They are defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. They are defeated. It is over. He is a defeated foe. You got the victory. But he needs you to pray. He needs you to pray and he needs you to stand in your rightful position for his house. Hallelujah. My sister, my brother, if today as you hear my voice and you call yourself a son or a daughter of the most high God, Yahweh, Elohim, Alpha, Omega, beginning, the end. If you call yourself a child of God, if you called on Jesus Christ of Nazareth to be your Lord and Savior. You are a house of prayer. Your house of prayer. And we need to get in our position and pray until we see breakthrough. Family, I love you with the love of God. And I pray this encourages you I pray it ignite a holy fire in you that you get on your knees and you begin to pray and release that smoke, release the aroma unto God. May God keep you and bless you until we, until we talk again. Be blessed. <laughs>